Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartblend Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others love and discover themselves to reach their highest potential. If you are new here, then welcome. And if you're returning, then hello. Today, we're talking all about healthy feminine energy. I'm really excited to talk about this topic. Again, this episode will be applied to both men and women. So it's very universal because we have both feminine and masculine energy within us. But I want to go over the four different stages of our healthy feminine energy and how we can make sure that we are healthy within our own feminine energy and what are some areas that we may be stunted in. So I'm really excited to get into this and let's get started. So when it comes to healthy feminine energy, this is all of the energy that is within. So feminine is everything to do with the internal energy, our vulnerability, our emotions, our empathy, our intuition, how we feel. All of these things, our creativity, manifesting, all of this is within. So our feminine energy is very, very powerful. It has the power to be compassionate, to be understanding, to be kind, to be empathetic and caring. And it is really needed to heal. The feminine energy is the energy that is the healing energy. And right now more than ever, I believe we really need to tap into this energy in order for us to really be able to move through different levels of where we are in our lives. And even for me, you know, I come from a very feminine viewpoint and perspective, but I have to apply this knowledge for myself as well. There's many areas that I can heal in. And after learning more about just this yin and yang within all of us, it makes a lot of sense of why I may be stuck in some areas of my life because I need to tap into that feminine energy. So hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll learn a little bit more and you'll be able to apply whatever knowledge you receive too or be able to just use it as a great indicator for where you are in your own life. So let's go through the different stages of feminine energy. So the first stage of our feminine energy is really going to be the act of being nurtured, allowing for others to care for you, being receptive, receiving all the nutrients from the mother, receiving all the love, care, and support from your family, from your caregivers, and just really being able to be properly cared for on all ends. When you come in this world, there is no independence just yet. You have to really allow for yourself to receive in order to be nurtured enough to grow on your own. So that is that first stage of your feminine energy, just being that baby. And we all come into life as this stage. And if you've dealt with anything from birth of not being properly nurtured or cared for, even in the womb, not receiving the best nutrients, this can lead you into being more prone to dealing with anxiety as an adult. When we're being created, we have what is called a brain reserve and the mother has this brain reserve as well. And so what happens is, is that 
brain reserve is really cushioning around the brain. So when we have a lot of the nutrients, we have a good, happy, healthy environment, it's very strong. But when we're dealing with stress and anxiety and low nutrients and poor sleep and poor health and poor conditions, that brain reserve begins to diminish. And so if this brain reserve is completely depleted in the mother, this is also going to be depleted in the child, which will then create a child that may come into the world just naturally neurotic or anxious or prone to being stressed out very easily. So that first stage of that feminine energy is very important to be able to allow for yourself to receive the help and nutrients and healthiness that you need in order to grow. And as you can see that you can apply that at any point in your life. So that's just the first stage that we have to build that. So if you've dealt with anything where you weren't properly nurtured, you may struggle with allowing for others to help you, allowing for others to be able to give you the help and nutrients that you need, rather that's metaphorically or literally. So let's say we're all good here. We've come in this world, we're properly cared for, we're good to go. Our first stage of our feminine energy is not stunted at all. We're very healthy in this area. Then we're going to move on to the second stage, and that is going to be our creativity, our freedom, our ability to play and have fun. So if you are a child that was able to be free and just have that curiosity and have freedom and fun in life, then this would be the second stage of your healthy feminine energy. There's many children that may have not had this opportunity to be able to play and feel free and to be creative and to express themselves and to not feel a lot of restrictions. So if a child has experienced a lot of hostility within their environment, a lot of anger or aggression, a lot of rigid energy, a lot of the no, don't do that. Ah, you're annoying. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That child will learn to begin to suppress this side of themselves. And if it's not ever expressed as they grow, they may not know how to be able to have fun or relax or just express themselves. They may struggle with this. And this starts off at a very, very early age. I watched this fantastic experiment, which kind of hurt my soul a little bit, honestly. But it was an experiment where they had this child was probably no more than one, probably a little younger. And the child is playing, it watches the adult play on how to be able to put little tools into a box and pull them out and how to do it. And they're having a good time, they're happy, they're playing. And so then the instructor or the person doing the experiment begins playing again and they then bring in someone that is going to show the emotion of anger. And so the person doing the experiments playing as the adult and then the assistant says, stop it, that's annoying. Will you quit doing that? 
And so then the person that expresses the anger leaves the room. They then give the same toys to the child and the child will not play, will not play simply because they saw how by doing whatever that person was doing resulted in receiving anger, they did not progress in that area. They wouldn't because they were avoiding that negative energy. So this happens a lot. And if you are raised in an environment where you weren't able to play and have fun and just be a kid, then this can definitely cause some areas in your life where you may be stunted. That may result in either being very rigid or it may result in someone constantly seeking freedom where they then go to extreme measures to feel free, rather that's with substance abuse, rather that's with avoiding life's responsibilities because they are still trying to take care of that craving of being able to feel free. They're rebelling. So it just depends on how that is expressed. That was so fascinating and interesting to me just to see how perceptive babies and children truly, truly are. All they can go off is by perception, right? So I want to take a quick break. And after this, we'll get back into the next following stages of your feminine energy. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. We're getting into the rest of the stages of a healthy feminine energy. So the next stage of your healthy feminine energy is going to be empathy. How well are you able to see and feel the energy and emotions of other people, other beings? This starts off in your childhood as well. Just seeing how what you do affects others, being able to see how other children are feeling and being able to feel their emotions and to be able to understand them and to have compassion. How often do we see children that they don't care about the colors of skin or any disabilities or anything like that? They just see other children as friends and they want to play and they just want them to feel good. Sometimes they'll try to make them laugh. Babies even do this with their mother, where if a mother is playing with them, they really pay attention to the expression on their face. And if the mother is having a very still face, they're not showing any kind of expression at all, that child will try to do multiple things in order to get a reaction out of the mother. So of course, this empathy begins to increase in levels and it gets stronger and stronger as we get older and the more experiences we have. However, if this gets stunted or if something happens where maybe that child is not around a lot of expression where they can really be able to see the emotions of others or maybe they have a mother that doesn't express emotion to them or show care or play or 
interaction with them on a regular basis, maybe they grew up in a very cold environment, they may struggle in life to be able to recognize when someone is sad or feeling depressed or even if they're feeling any kind of complex emotion, maybe indifference or anything like that. So this really affects our social cues, our social awareness. Of course, like I said, this applies to everyone. But I do believe that because women are more dominant in this energy, they tend to excel a little bit more in this area on really picking up on subtle cues. And so how often do you hear this where, you know, maybe you have a partner who is, you know, you've got your boyfriend or or girlfriend, whatever your preference is, and they just seem a tad bit indifferent than they were maybe two hours ago just a slight difference and it's like what's wrong what's the matter what's wrong what's wrong (laughs) and and sometimes maybe the other person is thinking of something or maybe they got their mind on other things or maybe they don't want to talk about it or maybe there really isn't anything wrong but something has shifted in their energy and so the woman's constantly like what's wrong what's wrong what's wrong what's the matter And there are men that, of course, are capable of this as well. But that is always a common thing that we hear about where the woman is nagging. What's wrong? What's the matter? Uh, Because we're always picking up on those cues and focused on the feeling of the emotions of others. Another sign that this area of your feminine energy could be stunted is whenever you are showing a lot of judgment or being very judgmental towards others or saying like, mm, I don't know, or why are they like that? Or oh, I don't get that. You're really lacking the understanding towards another person. So this can also be a sign that your empathy could be stunted in whatever stage that's in. So it's important to go back and figure out maybe where that started. So the next stage of your healthy feminine energy is really going to be your intuition. How well do you listen to yourself? Do you connect to yourself? Do you follow those little voices that you have within yourself that tell you the right way to go? Now, of course, this can really be developed at any stage in life. And again, even though I'm going over all these stages, they could be developed very young, they can be delayed. It completely depends on your life experience and what has happened to you, how much support have you had in your life, and all these different things. So when it comes to the intuition, sometimes you have children that are very special, that are very, very intuitive, whether they are feeling that sixth sense very early on. And sometimes that comes developed at a later time. It really all depends. But this is really your ability to go within with yourself. And this takes a little time, right? This takes a little time. This takes stillness. This takes patience. And that's why I said it comes a little bit later on. But sometimes you have really special children, especially if they're introverts or they spend a lot of time alone. They'll definitely be able to get in tune with that intuition quite often because they're spending a lot of time with themselves. But if you have children that are constantly surround a lot of different people, a lot of different children, a lot of opinions on a regular basis, they may learn how to trust more of their environment versus their intuition. 
So it, it all depends, honestly. If you were ever made to feel that you should be doubting yourself, this can really stunt this level of your feminine energy. So if you had someone that says, I don't know, you know, I don't know if that's the right way to go or, oh, that's what you wanted to do. Mm. Like it could be very subtle cues, but it can very much affect this stage of your feminine energy. Your intuition is very, very important and it kicks in. It kicks in all the time. It's always there. It's not something that you have to create. It's not something you have to do. It's just a matter of listening to it and following it. But your intuition, your inner compass and guide is always there with you to be able to get you through life so that you can stay on that right path. And then that final stage of your healthy feminine energy is going to be your ability to connect. How you connect to animals, to other beings, to your family, to friends, and also God. How well do you connect to God? And so this allows for you to kind of take yourself out of the picture just a little bit and really focus on that connection, building relationships, having that compassion, having that care, having that understanding, wanting to care for something else, wanting to nurture something else. Again, this can be applied to any other things outside of who you are. When it comes to connecting with God, God doesn't need to be nurtured, but your relationship with God can be nurtured, right? God supports you in all ways if you are on that path. And completely, this is dependent on what you believe and how you view that higher power. But nonetheless, that higher power is always there to support you. So just focusing on your ability to connect. And what I like to suggest when it comes to connecting with anything is to always question it. Question, is this the connection for you? Be honest with yourself. How do you really feel about this connection? So if you haven't had that ability to really be able to connect to anything or nurture something or care for something, then you can begin to feel lonely or disconnected. So all of these stages of your feminine energy are extremely important and they really build your superpower. Honestly, being able to receive, allowing for others to nurture you and allowing for others to help you. Being able to play and feel free and feel creative and get in your flow. And sometimes when you're an adult, that looks totally different than when you're a child, right? But still, it just has that energy of just being like, oh, yes, just having fun, relax. And then also being able to have that empathy for others. Being able to have your own intuition and Focus on going within and really following a path that's best for you. Connecting with yourself and then connecting with others, caring for others and connecting with God. So those are the healthy stages of your feminine energy. They are very, very important for having strong relationships. So both men and women definitely need to focus on their feminine energy when it comes to 
building strong, healthy relationships. Anytime you're focused on love, you want to really bring that feminine energy in. When you're focused on success and wealth and finances and stability, you want to call on your masculine energy. So both of these energies together make you a powerful and unstoppable force. I promise it's very, very important to maintain both of these energies to create that harmony within your own life. The most powerful thing about having the healthy feminine energy is that it really embodies the human spirit. It really shows you who you really are. It it cannot be something that can be fabricated or duplicated or copy and pasted. It's really your raw and true and purest form of yourself. The only thing you can really do in order to hide or manipulate this feminine energy is to mask it or to suppress it. But it's all natural energy. It's all energy that is organic, that it just comes within ourselves. It's all there. It's just a matter of allowing, letting go, receiving, and listening. So this concludes our episode on healthy feminine energy. Stay tuned for more as we will cover what healthy feminine energy really looks like in women and then followed by what healthy feminine energy looks like in men. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.